Hello, everybody. I am Esra Aigun. And I'm Lefteris Adilinis. We are here with you with a new podcast, Decode Cyprus. Because in Cyprus, nothing is as it looks. <laughs> that was a very good um, introduction, Ezra. But uh, let's say that we're here to discuss the um, elections uh, in the north. Sunday, the 23rd of January, we had parliamentary elections in the north Cyprus. And although there weren't some um, big surprises, let's say, because the main uh, right-wing party, the National Unity Party, really won, uh, there were some interesting things coming out of this election. Yes, and we are here to discuss these together. Say that, that are the main things coming out of this Sunday's result. What were the things that um, are the things that uh, really impressed you? Yes, um, as you said, there were no surprises um, in terms of certain aspects of it, and there were uh, some big surprises in other aspects of the the election mm-hmm. results. Um, we were not surprised by the winning party. Um, all the surveys, all the polls were showing that's the National Unity Party (UBP). Mm-hmm the party of the current Turkish Cypriot leader Ersin Tatar, right-wing nationalist party, uh, would um, come out of the of the election as the as the winning party as the first party. However, they were going for ruling the country on their own, but they are they did not get enough votes to do that. They still need to form a coalition to to form a, a government. I think um, what one of the biggest surprises was the the, the vote, the percentage of um, vote uh, CTP, the Republican Turkish Party, got. This is Tufan Erhurman's party, party of um, former Turkish Cypriot leader uh, Mehmet Ali Talat. This party uh, considerably increased um, its votes uh, from the the previous uh, elections, which were in 2018. We can see that actually the the votes of the Turkish Cypriot community uh, were divided in two big blocks. There was so so there was complete polarization. Uh, we, We have UBP. And we have CTP, uh, we have UBP on the right and CTP on the left, and together they have almost 70% of the votes. And all the other parties had to share the the remaining 30%. Another big surprise was uh, that uh, TDP, uh, the Social uh, Democracy Party, remained was left outside parliament they, they did not get enough votes to enter the parliament and they had three parliamentarians um until now yeah. in the parliament so this was a very big loss which led to the resignation of the party leader uh, Jamal Özyet actually yeah. he announced his resignation last night shortly after the election results Another actually surprising development was how bad Kudret Özarsay did. I mean, let's remember, this was a person who arose from nothing, all of a sudden was seen as a, as a hope, as a light, um, as, a, as the, the person where all the, the change was to culminate in. And uh, from 20%, he uh, went down to uh, six-something percent. 
So how do you I... explain that, Ezra? I mean, what exactly happened there? Because if I remember correctly, Kudretos um, SI was uh, was um, campaigning as well before in the previous elections uh, with a ticket of uh, clear hands against corruption and this kind of uh, of themes. Uh, but somehow he start, start, started withering, isn't it? Yes, he did start withering. Um, yes, those were the, the good days of Kudratos Arsai. I mean, he was running, he also ran for presidency, uh, for Turkish Cypriot leadership. He, he ran in general elections. And yes, he always was um, advocating clean hands, um, anti-corruption, cleaning up the, the political arena, cleaning up our own, you know, space. But then Lefteris, he actually what he preached was not what he was doing. So he, he, there were a lot of contradictions in, in Kudret's political life, if we follow it closely. He said he would not even drink coffee with UBP. He formed a coalition with UBP. And then when, at a time when the, the four-party coalition with, um, with uh, CTP and, and other smaller parties were going well, he... Uh, pulled out of the the coalition he made the coalition collapse for citing um corruption allegations by Serdar Denktash but nobody really bought those because of the timing mm -hmm. and what he did afterwards if he had um withdrawn from the coalition and stayed in in opposition uh, nobody would have said anything or, or you know maybe we, we would still be believing in Kudret and his sincerity. But then he went around and, and formed a coalition with UBP. You cite corruption, you leave a coalition, and then you go into a coalition with the corruptest of the corrupt. It's, it's, yeah. and, and people just lost um, their trust in him. He's also... Um, this is what we hear. Also, Cyprus is a small place uh, and we n nothing uh, stays uh, hidden, as you know. And we, we yeah, would exactly. hear from people we know at first hand um, also experience how um, autocratic, anti-democratic he is within the party. He would not listen to any mm -hmm. of his um, uh, friends. So he also, I think, lost that... Um, I mean, he did really have a good team of people around him and he lost many of them. Some of them physically, some of them physically, they're still there, but uh, he yeah. lost them at heart. So this he, he had brought some hope him. at the beginning. He did. He, he had really brought some did. hopes from the yes. be, for the beginning, uh, at least at the beginning. But um, uh, in reality, he couldn't he couldn't uh, build on it. Uh, maybe because this is Cyprus, as uh, we 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 say uh, in uh, in the south a lot. Because after the corruption and all these Al Jazeera videos about the the passports, uh, we say. But uh, in any case, what really yes. really um, surprised me is that uh, these elections, they were held in a, in a sort of uh, a negative uh, environment. They were acute, there is an acute economic crisis in the north. There's a fuel crisis, electricity stoppages, and, and a rapid increase in the price of uh, basic goods. This is a serious situation, as a, and, and an outsider would expect the result to reflect a disapproval to the policies and actions of the right-wing administration. It didn't happen, though. On the contrary, as you said before, the National Unity Party, which was the main party in the previous coalition, got almost 40% of the vote. How do you explain this? 
Yes, well, this party has um, a block um, base of uh, supporters, a, a voter base. And no matter what they do, no matter what scandals, I mean, remember, we had, yes, um, everything you cited, but we also had like this um, uh, indecent video scandal. We also had like um, uh, so many corruption allegations and, and all these things, but somehow they just um, keep their voter base and they keep getting the same votes. A number of reasons, uh, I think, uh, play a role in this. First of all, we have to um, remember that in the last four years, 12,000 new people uh, were given citizenships. Mm -hmm. So these citizenships were given by the National Unity Party. And I am um, not saying all of them, but I, I, it would not be wrong to assume that a good um, percentage of these people vote for the party who granted them the, the citizenship. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously these people, they were in Turkish Cypriots, right? Of course, they are mostly settlers from Turkey, but you know, we have new um, comers now. We have a lot of Africans in the northern part of Cyprus. We have a lot of people from Pakistan, from Bangladesh, from Vietnam who come to work in the northern part of Cyprus. And, um, and UBP has realized that, you know, they cannot uh, remain in power just uh, by playing uh, into the hands of the Turkish settlers, but they also have to, you know, um, start appealing to these other group of foreigners in the in the northern part of Cyprus. So, um, yeah, Bul uh, Turks from Bulgaria, um, you name it. I mean, really, uh, in the, the northern part of Cyprus has become a huge cosmopolitan uh, place. Uh, so uh, the the new citizens, um, and apart from that. Everybody was questioning today. Uh, yes, we, we don't have fuel. We don't have electricity. Why are people still voting for, for UBP? I think two reasons. First of all, they believe that all these things will be even worse if another party comes because they will not be on good terms with Turkey and all these problems are caused by Turkey, so it will be even worse. Or they believe that no matter what, uh, these problems cannot be solved because, again, they are not locally created, so they cannot be locally solved. So we will just we will just keep the the whatever is there. The the known devil is better than the unknown devil. So um, <laughs> so I think this is this is. Um, I mean, this is how I uh, explain the victory of UBP, despite everything. Yeah, I think it's also important though to, to um, tell our audience that um, UBP had almost the same percentage of votes as the previous elections. It was CTP that really increased its voters <clears throat> in these elections. So um, although UBP is the victorious party, uh, or maybe although UBP is the first party, I think CTP is the victorious party. You think the real winner is uh, is the Republican Turkish party. But um, I mean, uh, who is going to who is going to be in the government now? I suppose it's UBP, no? 
Yes, yes, of course. It will be uh, most probably um, UBP and DP, uh, Democratic Party. Uh, to, to, to form the coalition. You mentioned that. I mean, you say that the real winner is the Republican Turkish Party. Uh, so what is what this election means for the left-wing parties? Do we have something to say on this? Um, I think there is a very big message for the left-wing parties coming out of these elections. Uh, the left has failed to unify. And the message was that as long as they don't unify, they're going to continue to lose. We see um, three left-wing parties that are left outside parliament um, as a result of these elections. And uh, let's not forget that one of them is Mustafa Akıncı's party, former Turkish Cypriot leader, leader's party. Mm-hmm. And if we and we always, when we make political analysis, we always say that Akıncı has a 60% support, you know, in, in the community. But his party could not even enter parliament. And actually, uh, an interesting detail is that only three votes from his ballot were for his party, only three. So one should be him, second should be his wife. We don't know who the third one is. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so you think that uh, his influence, uh, let's say his, his appeal to the, to the people is diminishing? I don't think so. I don't think he tried. Um, he completely withdrew himself. He did not um, try to... Um, campaign or support for TDP. And I hear that there also are some internal cracks, I mean, within the party. So he did not do anything to to garner support. Actually, we didn't know until last minute that he would be voting. Many people thought he would be boycotting the elections. I think the the big message to the left-wing parties is that uh, first of all, they need to unify. I mean, we, we don't need to have these little, you know, tiny left parties all saying the same thing. Yeah, they need to unify and they also need to come up with um, policies that, that touch people's lives because the left usually does better uh, when there is a solution process, when there is a, a hope for the reunification, reunification of Cyprus. So the, the left actually feeds on that. And when that doesn't exist, when it's non-existent, then they don't have anything to say. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I think um, this is a big message for them to, to go back and reevaluate and, and maybe restructure themselves and, and start uh, saying new things to the people. But uh, now, now you touch upon a, uh, upon a, a thing that uh, is really interesting. You, basically, in these um, uh, elections, uh, the Cyprus problem or the, the the efforts to solve it wasn't exactly well, wasn't exactly an issue, and uh, people they 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 weren't interested in that. And as well, these elections, for the first time for the twenty odd years that I follow the, I've been in Cyprus and I follow the Cyprus problem, uh, is the first time that in the Greek Cypriot side there was no mention of the election, more or less. I mean, nothing uh, was uh, was uh, mentioned there. A few articles uh, here and there that during the pre-election campaign, some articles basically closing to the election, and that was it. No analysis, no no interest. Uh, what what Why, this thing? How do you explain uh, that? I, I think uh, uh, I take this um, uh, out of something that you said before that, uh, uh, that there was no 
there was no an interest. There, 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 are, there is no, in a, let's say, a, pro, a process now to solve the problem. And as well, I can see that people uh, in the South, at least, um, they don't believe that uh, anything is going to happen, or at least they don't believe uh, in into uh, going into a process like um, with the federal mo uh, model as before. People, they are very disappointed, and as well, they don't expect uh, their leadership to take any initiative as well. Uh, that doesn't mean that um, they do something about it because they don't. Uh, I believe that in Cyprus, in both communities actually, people they expect uh, someone else to come and solve the problem instead of taking uh, their the destiny into their own hands. But um, uh, this is another big uh, discussion that we can have. Yes. Uh, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is that in both communities, uh, uh, Cyprus problem was not evident. It um, was an issue. And uh, in the north, and uh, the, the elections, the, the the elections in the north, they weren't um, an issue. In in, uh, in the south and that this does say something uh, and i don't know really uh, we clearly we're not in a good place and um, i don't know where are we heading from here that's uh, it's a it's a uh, it's a puzzling thing for the future of the whole island yes you're right i think these are the only the the, the first and only elections that I have followed that had nothing to say about the, the Cyprus problem, about a solution, mm -hmm. about the federation, about negotiations. Um, as I said, I mean, in the past, especially the, the left-wing party's main theme would be uh, a solution in Cyprus. Yes, it, it was not mentioned. Um, and as you said, I think this is um, mainly due to the fact that people don't believe that it will happen. Um, they don't believe in it anymore. Um, and again, as you said, they don't believe that they have the power to change this. Um, so uh, I think Turkish Cypriots are in a primitive survival mode, if I had to put it in, in words. They are purely trying to survive and um, get by, you know, uh, to buy uh, what they need to, to, to stay alive, to find petrol for, for their cars to be able to go to work or to school. Um, I mean, I hope that they will have electricity to wash and have a clean shirt for the next day. Um, honestly, this is these are the concerns of the people in the in the north right now. So, yeah, Cyprus problem. Yes. And then again, when you think about what is the solution to all these problems, it is it is a solution. It is a federation, but they don't. They simply do not believe that it will happen. Um, they don't believe. It. I think that maybe, maybe they both people in people in both communities. They think that uh, you know the federal model has failed. But uh, what I think really is that the leadership uh, has failed the people. The problem is that um, uh, the, the man and the woman in the street they. Don't go out to the, to react on this. Uh, and uh, uh, to tell you the truth, um, Ezra, I always had the the, the impression that uh, people in the north they were much more prone into reacting on things and uh, getting out on the street and and uh, and uh, demonstrate um, their beliefs or their wants and uh, their, their, their wishes. This time. Although there is a very serious situation, you said it before, people are, um, you know, in a survival mode. They don't go out and, uh, and uh, demonstrate and ask for things. 
Why you why you think this is happening? Um, I think again and a number of reasons. But do you do you mean go out on the streets for a solution or just anything to to protest the anything, conditions? Anything. I mean, anything. at the end at the end yeah. of the day, when you are, when you are in survival mode, you don't think uh, you know big uh, questions and everything. Although you could, but usually people you know they go for uh, for uh, uh, the necessary things to survive. They don't they, they don't react on that as well, and they don't demand. Uh, some things. I maybe I don't know. I I really don't know uh, the answer to this question. It's um, there is um, in in Turkish we say to spread dead soil on someone, and uh, Turkish Cypriots are like that right now. It's like a dead soil has been spread on them, and um, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they are not reacting to anything. Um, it's not to say that they won't. I mean, um, we may see again days where people, I mean, remember in the um, beginning of 2000s uh, during the huge um, economic crisis, people raided the parliament. So, I mean, we we may see things like that, as, as certain social explosions of that kind. I, I don't rule it out, but so far... Um, yes, we we haven't seen that. Uh, people are just um, mm. just uh, happy to to you know f- finish a day and then uh, start a new struggle the next. And um, they don't see a way out either. Um, in the past, um, they thought that a solution was a way out. The Greek Cypriots were a way out. Um, the European Union was a way out. Even Turkey could maybe help. Now they've seen that they, that that all these um, little glimmers of hope are are just uh, fading out. They're they're disappointed in the the Greek Cypriots. They're disappointed in the EU. They know that uh, whatever comes from Turkey, uh, it will not be any better. So um, they don't. I think they wouldn't even know what to ask for if they went out on the streets. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that both uh, in both communities, people they have to snap out of it, and I would expect for the for the for the uh, people that they have the the, the biggest problems, like uh, the way I understand it now, I may be wrong, but I mean the way I understand it right now, the Turkish Cypriots have very big problem. They they are facing, as you say, uh, their conditions of survival, and uh, and um, why they they don't turn they they. they they do, of course, expect things from Turkey, but why they don't turn and they don't approach themselves to make a move to the Turkish Cypriot, to the Greek Cypriots? I think they just lost faith. Um, yes, I, I mean, it, this, it shouldn't be that way, but I think they just lost faith. They don't believe that um, Greek Cypriots are interested in any kind of cooperation or um, connection or contact or anything with with Turkish Cypriots and um, and so yeah it's not it's not really an option in their minds uh, it's a pity because I don't I think that um, okay uh, I'm not talking about political leadership because I think the political leaderships in in uh, both communities they have failed people uh, in uh, they, they, they haven't really managed to meet expect to meet expectations uh, that uh, people had but I mean at the end of the day if we are to get out 
uh, of this situation. And if we have, and if we even make an arrangement, not a, not a federal model, not a, an arrangement to, 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 to have some sort of uh, normality in this, uh, in this island, in both communities, and try to, uh, to interact together, I think people, they, they, they should uh, start thinking, taking uh, their own uh, destiny themselves. I was listening today to Takis Hadzi Dimitriou, a politician that he was in the yes. bicommunal uh, uh, working group for the, uh, for the cultural uh, issues and everything that they did. It was, maybe it was the only working group that uh, yeah, did something very successful, uh, substantial. Yes. Substantial. And I was listening to him on, on, on um, the radio, and uh, he was saying that we shouldn't. Uh, a person who is 87 year old, and he has seen um, all of it, but I mean, he said that um, we shouldn't really lose hope and uh, and uh, not uh, and think that nothing uh, is going to happen. Because at the end of the day, if people, I believe that if people, they try to 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 find common interests together, uh, rely on on uh, working together, making some joint ventures together, uh, meet each other, have a little bit of uh, wine and everything, they could find political solutions. Economy can provide this, yes. whereas, uh, whereas, uh, whereas politics can be intransigent, can be, you know, uh, leading to impasses, whereas economy and um, finding common interest to survive, as you say, and to build something together could give some hope. But um, we don't see this happening. I'm not losing complete hope, but I mean, I believe that political arrangements they happen only when people they have a common vision for the for the future of uh, of their country and um, if we don't find this we're not going to get anywhere yes i i totally agree with you a future will only come from um, cooperation um, whether it's economic or um, cultural or sports or arts or education um, but we we need we need cooperation we need contact and unfortunately um, we are not seeing any of it i think at all right now um, which not at all not at all you are absolutely you are absolutely right, but I mean, I think a, a big factor is that uh, people should stop expecting from others to solve their own problem. Let's say the, the, the United Nations, the United States, the UK, the European Union, everything. The international community will get involved only if they see that people in both sides of Green Line, of the divide, have really decided to make something of their country. Um, that they have developed a common goals, a vision on how to live in this island. And uh, this is something that people should uh, should create. Political leaderships, unfortunately, they are not very daring in Cyprus. You don't get statesmen, let's say, or stateswomen to mm -hmm. to uh, to do something about it. To, to let's say to to defy the, the current uh, atmosphere and do something really daring. So. People, they need to take um, a destiny in themselves. It, it, it sounds a little bit romantic, not a little bit, a lot of a, <laughs> of a romantic notion right yeah. now. <laughs> even, even to me that I want to remain optimistic. But, I think about, but thinking about it, uh, we have tried everything else and failed. What do we have to lose? You're right. What do we have to lose? I think we can uh, close today's episode with that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> thank you very much, Ezra. Yeah, thank you, Lefteris. It was lovely. And um, thank you to our listeners. And uh, hope to be with you again very soon. Bye-bye. Very soon. Okay, bye. Bye.